0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. So far in the book of Job, we've had Job and four of his friends trying to explain what they know of God and what they think of God and what they think of um, uh, Job's situation in relationship to um, how they understand God relating to mankind. Now the Lord is about to speak for himself. So let's read Job chapter 38. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. He said, Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set? Or who laid its cornerstone while the morning stars sang together and all of the angels shouted for joy? Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment, and wrapped it in thick darkness. When I fixed limits for it, and set its doors and bars in place. When I said, This far you may come, and no farther. Here's where your proud waves halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning, or shown the dawn its place? So that it might take the earth by the edges, and shake the wicked out of it. The earth takes shape like clay under a seal. Its features stand out like those of a garment. The wicked are denied their light, and their upraised arm is broken. Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea, or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the deepest darkness, have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all of this. What is the way to the abode of light? And where does darkness reside? Can you take them to their places? Do you know the paths to their dwellings? Surely you know, for you were already born. You have lived so many years. Have you entered the storehouses of the snow? Are seen the storehouses of the hail, which I reserve for times of trouble, for days of war and battle? What is the way to the place where the lightning is dispersed, or the place where the east winds are scattered over the earth? Who cuts a channel for the torrents of rain, and a path for the thunderstorm, to water a land where no one lives, an uninhabited desert, To satisfy a desolate wasteland and make it sprout with grass. Does the rain have a father? Who fathers the drops of dew? From whose womb comes the ice? Who gives birth to the frost from the heavens when the waters become hard as stone, when the surface of the deep is frozen? Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belt? Can you bring forth the constellations in their seasons, or lead out the bear with its cubs? Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? Can you raise your voice to the clouds and cover yourselves with a flood of water? Do you send the lightning bolts on their way? Do they report to you? Here we are. Who gives the ibis wisdom, or gives the rooster understanding? Who has the wisdom to count the clouds? Who can tip over the water jars of the heavens when the dust becomes hard and the clods of the earth stick together? Do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions when they crouch in their dens or lie in wait in a thicket? Who provides food for the raven when its young cry out to God and wander about for lack of food? so this chapter ends, but the dialogue will continue in the next chapter from the Lord. But the Lord is now speaking for himself, and he's explaining to Job in a kind of a semi-sarcastic way that, uh, Job, you don't have a position to judge me from. You really don't have enough knowledge of who you're dealing with to even begin To accuse me of anything or to attribute things to me um, out of your supposed understanding and out of your supposed knowledge. So in verse one the Lord begins to speak to Job, and he says, Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? And so he has a lot of words and a lot of observations but he doesn't have the knowledge of God that goes beyond his his limited uh, life experiences. And then the Lord says, brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. And so remember, Job has been asking all along that the Lord would hear him, that the Lord would respond to him. And uh, he's been questioning why God is so silent. Well, now God is not silent and it is terrifying and it is beginnings of speaking to Job, he says, now you're going to answer me. You've been looking for an answer from me, but Job, now I'm going to have some answers from you. And then the Lord begins to give a description of the earth's creation and the laws of nature and essentially asking Job, what did you have to do with this? Were you there when all of this began? Verse four, where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Notice the ironic um, statement. Surely you know, Job. Of course, the Lord knew that Job did not know how the earth's foundation was laid. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set? Or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together and all of the angels shouted for joy. I love that reference to the morning stars. And the angels shouting for joy in the in the creation narrative. Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness. When I fixed limits for it and set its doors and bars in place. When I said, this far you may come and no farther. Here is where your proud waves shall halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning, Job? And of course... Job um, is not replying, but obviously he has not. And then the Lord ramps up the ironic um, questions. He says, Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea or walked in the recesses of the deep? And no human has. Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the deepest darkness? Have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? tell me if you know all of this and then verse 21 surely you know for you were already born well once again the irony is thick because nobody was born when the lord began this um, created order with with which or within which we live verse 18 tell me if you know all of this what is the way to the abode of light and where does darkness reside can you take them to their places? Do you know the paths to their dwellings? Surely you know, for you were already born. I mentioned that before, that surely you know, for you were already born. What a, what a indictment against all of mankind when we attempt to state our likes and dislikes about our living God, who is so far beyond our understanding And then the Lord makes mention of the constellations again in the context of the Lord's creation. He says, this is verse 31, can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belt? Can you bring forth the constellations in their seasons or lead the bear with its cubs? Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? And of course, the answers to all of these things as well is no. Job can't do any of this. And so God, not Job, authored the laws of nature. And he's calling Job some attention and awareness to that, along, of course, with his friends, although he's addressing Job directly. Verse 34, can you raise your voice to the clouds and cover yourself with a flood of water? Do you send the lightning bolts on their way? Do they report to you? Here we are. Who gives the ibis wisdom? or gives the rooster understanding? Who has the wisdom to count the clouds? Who can tip over the water jars of heaven? Verse 41, who provides food for the raven when its youngs cry out, and wander about for a lack of food? And so the Lord, from the macro to the micro, he's the God of uh, the created order. He's the God of the planets. He's the God of the constellations. He's the God of The earth who created the earth, he's the God of the animal kingdom who provides their food and the places in which they dwell. And in all of this, he had said to Job, you've essentially asked me where I am and what's going on with you. Let's take a step beyond your immediate situation and look at the big picture of things, Job, and see where is it that you come off with the rights to question me? When my existence, my understanding, the vast array of my responsibilities and attributes is so far beyond your humanity, who are you, Job, to demand that you be allowed to present your case? And so we'll continue with that in the next chapter. But Lord, we just have to say that from what is being revealed by you to Job, you are so far beyond us. Lord, um, your nature is indeed so far above and beyond us who live on the earth. God, continue to open the eyes of our understanding that the fear of the Lord might bring wisdom to us, that an awareness of who you are might begin to break through to us, that our majestic God who loves us is indeed the creator of all things, the one who holds all things together, that you, Jesus, according to the New Testament, are the one who created all things. You were with God in the beginning. You were God. You were the God who made us. And for you, we've been created. People wonder about the purpose of their lives. Lord, it's to be with you, to be for you, to be owned by you, to be loved by you, to dwell in your presence. That's what we live for. That's what we were created for. Bring in awareness. To each of us, Lord, now, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.